0: This is the TJ Show Podcast. I was scrolling through my Instagram the other day, and I saw a video that caught my attention. A kid took his dad's vodka and emptied it out into the sink and then refilled it with water and just left it there. And the next scene you see is the dad opening up the vodka. He pours it into his cup. And, you know, I'm I'm in it at this point. I got to see uh-huh. what's going to happen when he takes a sip. And so he takes a sip. He makes a mixed drink. And he even makes a face like you might make if you have a hard liquor, almost like a
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and, it's hitting
0: And then he turns his head almost like a puppy like, huh, this huh. doesn't seem right He <laughs> pours more vodka <laughs> and the kid's cracking up and he's filming the whole thing The dad takes a number, another sip Then he goes to the bottle and he just starts chugging out of the bottle and then he realizes his son dumped out his vodka and he threw it in his face. And so, <laughs> classic. You know, I right. just, I thought it was kind of funny and I, I wanted to show it to you guys. So we were it's hanging funny, out it was funny. after the show <laughs> and you saw, and Heather said, Oh, I have a great idea. My husband, Lewis eats peanut butter every day. What is this? His daily snack?
2: Yeah. We go through like three or four jars a week. It's ridiculous. Holy. Yeah, it's a, it's lot a lot
0: of, he's a big peanut butter fan. It loves it. And you said, what if I emptied it and put almond butter in it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. It sounds good to me. And so you did this. You took his precious peanut butter mm-hmm. and replaced it with almond butter. And Wait. you actually recorded it so we could hear it.
2: Which I would say would be a better butter, but that's just me. Whatever.
0: I'm a big fan of almond butter. Right. I actually, almond butter. I prefer almond butter over peanut butter. Oh, Agreed. But not yep. your husband, Louis. Mm. He loves his peanut butter. So Louis is getting ready to open his peanut butter. He looks at it and he notices something's different.
3: You put almond butter in this? <laughs>
2: Got you! I totally swapped your peanut butter for almond butter. What's f- wrong with you?
0: <laughs> See, what did he do to deserve this? Like, he's just trying to live his life, eat his peanut butter snack. Not funny. Where's the peanut butter? <laughs> Don't ever do that again.
1: Oh man, I got you good. Oh. <laughs> he sounds like an addict. <laughs> Where's the peanut butter? He's so mad.
2: He's upset. Are you mad at me? Very much. <laughs> Why are you mad at me? Because you messed with my peanut butter. It wasn't funny. Almond um, butter is a good butter. It's not as good as peanut butter. I'm really, really sorry.
0: You said that sarcastically.
2: TJ put me up to it.
0: Did he now? No, first of all, no, I didn't. Yes. I, I, I showed mean... you guys a picture of a dad who had an empty bottle of vodka and uh, you came up with this wonderful idea and then you pulled it off.
1: You put the idea into my head, though. Exactly. And when so... she said, I'm going to trade it out, I'm going to do this to Louis, you said, go ahead, have fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, If I wouldn't
0: want to stop anyone's fun. Uh, I, yeah. I certainly enjoy listening to it, but I don't know if you can blame me for the idea. Mm-hmm. How did he put you up to it? <laughs> Good question, Louis. I knew I liked this guy.
3: How did he put you up to it?
2: He thought it would be funny, and I said, okay, yeah, that's funny.
3: That's how he put you up to it.
2: Yeah. He did come up with the idea.
3: And you were just like, sure? Yeah. Just completely disregarded
4: my feelings. Yeah. I want to believe that.
2: (laughs) No, I do. It was all a little jokey-jokey. But we'll we'll come up with uh, a way to make it up to you. Sure,
0: sure, sure. He sounds thrilled. (laughs) And, you know, who can't get uh, enough of... The internet has so many pranks, but there's never enough, right?
1: No, never. And it's simple,
0: and it's good fun, and... Where did you put the peanut butter when you scooped it all out to replace it? We
2: actually had an empty jar of peanut butter, so I just put the almond butter in the empty jar and, like, hid his full jar of peanut butter.
0: Is he, like, a peanut butter jar collector, too? Because it sounds like... (laughs)
2: He's an addict! He
0: uh, may want to look into this.
2: No, we had the idea that we were going to make our own peanut butter...
1: Oh, cool. From scratch. So we saved a jar just to use.
0: Do you really but, need yeah. to do that? I, mean, I guess that could be fun, right? Making your own peanut butter.
1: Coming from a guy who forges for mushrooms yeah. and eats berries off of bushes. She can do whatever she wants. I want. know,
0: I know. It just seems like a lot. I've made almond uh, milk on my own. which That's is- too much. Work. What do That's you, a lot. Do
1: you like squirt out the tips of the almond. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's, <laughs> what are you doing there
0: <laughs> you, you gotta like mush them all together and then put them through a strainer and it's like you put it in a nut bag that's what you call it oh
1: wow well. Yeah, and, I don't want uh, nothing com- that comes out of a nut bag well <laughs> I do
0: it's a very very good <laughs> almond milk and I encourage you to try it once and you'll probably never want to do it again that's too
1: much work I'd rather make peanut butter
0: <sighs> thank you for turning on your radio today Taylor Swift The Eris Tour it's out this weekend some previews started happening yesterday our producer Kenny Literally, first in line. Yeah. You were there, ready to see the movie.
3: You a big Taylor fan? I like Taylor Swift. I mean, I've never spent any money on Taylor Swift until yesterday. And look at that. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm part of the crew.
0: I'm a Swifty now. You're a Swifty. And Kenny did some interviews after the movie let out. So you guys
3: didn't see the Eras Tour concert movie?
1: No. No, we
0: Correct. saw The
3: Exorcist. Oh, they saw The
0: Exorcist.
1: Uh, wrong people?
3: <laughs> and you were saying you're not a big fan?
1: No, I'm not a huge fan of hers.
3: Oh, not a Taylor fan. And what were you complaining about? The movie, the Taylor Swift one, the movies were so loud, they were bleeding into our theater. I could hear the entire time. Kind of ruined the movie, honestly. Wow.
0: To me, that would make The Exorcist film better for me, just personally. Right! I'd like some cheery Taylor Swift coming through the wall, and maybe
3: I'd actually jump into that theater after hearing a little bit of it. So you got a little bit of the Taylor Swift concert experience, even though you didn't ask for it. (laughs) Correct. And I'm sure you paid $14 for your ticket? Something around Something there. Something around yeah. there. Yes. It was nineteen dollars eighty nine cents for the Taylor Swift movie.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. That's are you serious?
0: Insane. Yeah. Well, it's a clever number, right? Nineteen eighty nine. Name of the album. The year right. she was born. When she
1: was born. They paid for two. They got two movies and paid for one. What? What are they complaining about? Yeah. Right. I mean,
3: <laughs> you don't really need to see the Taylor Swift movie, <laughs> right. right? It's mostly about hear it. hearing it. It was the year she was born. Uh, all right. And she has an album, 1989, whatever. You guys don't need to learn more about Taylor Swift, but I appreciate your take on all of us.
0: Right, nice people. Nice people. Yeah. And
3: uh, you, you did find someone who did just get out of the Taylor Swift movie. How did you think of the concert movie?
4: Loved it.
3: Did you guys happen to see the concert live? No, no.
4: unfortunately
3: not. Tried. Yeah. I couldn't. If, we, uh, <laughs> if we can manage to open a few extra credit cards next year and make it happen, <laughs> we we'll, yeah, sell the house, get a second mortgage. And I see you guys got oh, the popcorn <laughs> combo. Yeah. That was $19.89 what? as well. Wait a minute, they had popcorn for $19.89? So you could get for $19.89 a popcorn bucket, a plastic bucket, and a plastic cup that are reusable that are branded with the tour imagery.
1: Is it the big, large buckets? Yeah, it's a pretty big bucket. That's not bad, because the combo... Hold on, hold on. First of all, it's on brand. I'm not mad at Taylor Swift for that. The combo usually goes for 20 bucks for a large drink and a large popcorn bucket, and you can't reuse that. But
0: you can reuse this. Everyone loves Taylor, so why not? Just keep spending money.
1: (laughs) Amazing businesswoman.
0: Mm -hmm. Did you think it was a little long? Um,
1: I would watch it
4: double as long.
0: So she wants a six-hour movie. <laughs> Am I allowed to call her Tay-Tay?
4: If you want. Yeah. <laughs> Why not?
3: Okay. Are you allowed to now that you're a Swifty? Yeah, that's what I was asking now that I'm officially part of the crew. Can I use the vernacular? Now, the movie was close to three hours. That was correct, right? Uh, yeah. And Two you hours, 47 minutes. You stayed for the whole thing? I did. Okay, tell me what you liked about it. Give me a quick rundown. First of all, I was a little surprised because I was one of seven people at the first possible showing yesterday. That's an empty theater. Yeah, and my theory is that the Chiefs were playing the Broncos last night and Taylor Swift was indeed at attendance at the football game. So maybe true Swifties want to see Taylor live rather than Taylor recorded. Mm, That's that's my theory. That could be a very good point, Kenny. But I was just very much impressed... The whole show was visually stunning. The stage took up the entire field, and it appeared to be made out of video monitors. The whole stage could light up and do whatever, like, I think it might have even been touchscreen monitors because there were times where Taylor would like stomp on the ground and then the stage would splinter. They had dancers riding bicycles and their tire tracks were following them as they went along. That's fun. So it's a good thing that this tour made a billion dollars because I think it might have cost a billion (laughs) dollars to put together with all the dancers. Taylor is just a showwoman through and through. She looks like she's genuinely having fun. And for the songs that I knew, I found myself singing along in my in You my were singing? Seat. Yeah. Well, how'd the other six people in the theater feel? I don't think they could hear me. It was so <laughs> loud uh, that The Exorcist next door was getting bleed through. It was really a lot of fun. I can't wait to go. And I hope everyone in
1: the theater that I go to sings also. Because I want an entire sing-along. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm going
0: to go too. I'm sold. I mean, it sounds like it's a really fun production. She's one of the best at what she does. How
3: are you not curious to see it? I know you're a microphone guy. She had a different microphone for every era of the tour. And I don't know if you realize that the era's tour, each section of the show is broken down into a different era of Taylor's life or a different album that she put out. So it started out with the lover era. So they go out of order. Yeah, she kind of just jumped all around. Um, Although the midnight era was the last – Era, and that was her most recent album. Oh, that's interesting. I'm just like really impressed at all the detail, the attention to detail. And I have to say that my favorite part, I think, were the shots of the crowd. Whenever they would look to the crowd, you'd see somebody like just... Sobbing (laughs) uncontrollably. They had their head up
0: there.
3: It was was really, really cool.
0: That's incredible. You know what I keep seeing is I see these little clips of bloopers flying around. Is that from the movie or is that something that people
3: are sending out on their own? Was there any blooper section in the movie? Yes. So during the credits, They had the credits rolling and then they'd have these little like yearbook photo style videos that would pop up. And some of them would show bloopers like, for instance, one time Taylor got her like bracelet caught on her dress. So she's like singing. You could see that she's singing and then she's trying to free her arm from the side of her bedazzled dress. There were things like that. Um. Swifties, you might want to stay to the end of the credits. There's a little message from Taylor Swift. I won't Ooh. say it's what like it is. It's a little
1: Marvel action you know, at the Whoa. end of Marvel movies. They have like an extra clip.
3: Yeah, I think okay. you, you want to, first of all, the credits were entertaining because of those bloopers. Other things like shots of fans, you know, they, they write the lyrics all over their bodies. They have their friendship <laughs> bracelets. So you got a lot of the experience of what it was like to be at the Ares tour during the credits as they were posting these little photos and videos. Is Spider-Man in it? That was the one thing it was missing. All right, so it's
0: got everything else. That's great. Well, Kenny, thank you for the review. I'm excited to see it. Hopefully, I can get out there this weekend. It's the all-new Taylor Swift concert film. Just when you thought it was done, the concert, no, no, now you can see it again. Was it all one
3: show, or was it multiple shows that they put together? Great point. So, I'm not exactly sure... What we saw was shot at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. I know they did multiple shows there, so I don't know if they cut and pasted from the multiple shows that they did or if it indeed was one whole show. This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio
0: on today. My daughter, Charlie, who's eight years old, has all of a sudden become a huge fan of Survivor. And I had no idea. My in-laws let her see an episode. Now she's all caught up. This is uh, my eight-year-old Charlie on the phone. Hey, Charlie, you there? Yeah. So, I know you had a request. You wanted to talk to someone who I know who loves Survivor. Who's that person? Kenny. Yep, okay. Well, let me go ahead and connect you right now. Kenny, uh, you're on the phone with my eight-year-old. I assume that you wouldn't want to talk to her, but you said you would love to talk to her. Isn't that interesting, Charlie? <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Okay, so go ahead. You guys, you have your little Survivor chat. Hey, Charlie. How's it going? Good. Good. Were you upset that Brandon got voted out last week? Yes. Why did you like him so much? Because he was passionate. He was passionate about what? Well, I don't know. He cried several times. I think oh. he didn't like being there.
4: He was a big crybaby.
0: <laughs> he was a big crybaby. <laughs> he was. Did you think that was funny or did you feel bad for him? Funny and I felt bad for him. Oh, that's Aww. very nice, Charlie. Now, do you want me to start watching Survivor <laughs> with you? Yes. Yeah. Really? Okay, because um, that's going to require a lot of willpower to sit there and watch it. A- How long is the show? They're ninety-minute episodes. Ninety minutes? Are you oh my kidding? Those commercials. That's a long time. So you can skip through the commercials. Charlie, would you be open to just spending that time reading instead? <laughs> no that's no. no fun that's not
1: what she wants to do that's with no fun dada yeah
0: no i know i just think i'm trying to rescue her from reality television this is where it started with you right now you're addicted what? it's a
1: gateway is that what it is yes it's a book with
4: brandon in
3: it a book with brandon in it, <laughs> brandon, in it? <laughs> brandon i guess the cast member who got voted out last yes. week charlie i'm a little bit concerned that
0: survivor is like a gateway drug of reality <laughs> tv
3: I'm talking to Kenny, not you. Yeah. What? Try to, let, let, let's leave Dad out of this. I don't know, hold on. Hey, Kenny, what do you think about Emily? <laughs> Emily, uh, I think she's she's very annoying. Do you, do you find her annoying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Like, blah 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 blah. Yeah, she's. If she keeps on talking like that, she's going to get herself voted out real soon. I'd have to imagine.
1: I mean, TJ, in Charlie's defense, you did set it up for her to talk to Kenya about Survivor, not yeah, you. But I don't. You
0: know what I'm saying? I don't want her to become one of these reality TV watchers who spends their whole life watching
3: reality slash fake television and then doesn't live their own life. Charlie, I had a question for you. If you, your mama, your dada, and your two sisters played Survivor, who would be the first person voted out?
4: Dada. What? What <laughs> yeah, are you talking about? I
0: agree. I know how to start a fire in the wild. You, got, you want to keep me around.
4: You couldn't bring matches with you.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, you have to use Flint. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know how to do that with Flint. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I would just get off the game because I just want to go home.
1: Daddy, you, you would be complaining all the time.
3: Yeah, you're right, I would.
0: <laughs>
1: You'd be like Brandon crying in a corner yeah, somewhere.
3: I, I would be complaining the whole time. Also, Charlie, don't you think um, one of the characters I think kind of looks like your dad... Uh, Do you know who I'm talking about, Drew? He's kind of tall and skinny. He's got curly hair and glasses. Do you think he looks like your dad a little bit? Yeah.
0: Oh, all right. I don't know what that means, but are you guys making fun of me right now behind my
3: back? No, but I I, I see this guy, and he reminds me of you. I wonder if Charlie saw the resemblance, too. Yeah, I don't like this.
4: Yeah, is he he the big nerd?
3: Yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) See, I knew you were making fun of me. Charlie, love you a lot. I'll see you later, okay? Okay,
3: bye. Look at that. Charlie's getting addicted to reality TV Just like they want her to I, If there was any show that I think would be okay To get addicted to, this is the one I
1: wouldn't take feedback from you, Kenny No, I wouldn't either,
3: Je- and I'm not Jeopardy no. maybe one, and then Survivor number two All right, fine. She'll be okay if she watches those shows This is that. the TJ show Listen, I promised Charlie I'd let her talk
0: to Kenny And look, there you go, what a productive conversation I want to talk to her more I want to no. do a
3: weekly Survivor conversation <laughs> no, with Charlie No, I'm going to start a podcast with Charlie no. Survivor talk
0: <laughs> This is the TJ show It's time for me to do a halfway status check-in with you. In July, it was Christmas in July. You know this. There are people that celebrate Christmas in July. Yes. And when this came up, I said, this is a good reminder. We all need to be thinking about, can we get presents for a great deal? Can we stay on the lookout from this moment forward to buy presents to save a bunch of money for the season so we're not crunching right there in those last couple weeks or oh, yeah. even a couple days or even
1: sometimes the night before. Right, because that could be stressful. Yeah, it and is expensive.
0: stressful. And I don't like that. And so I'm doing a check-in because we're about halfway to Christmas from Christmas in July when we talked about this. Where are you at, j Have you done any shopping yet?
1: Negative, Ghostwriter. None. None. Not even one thing? Not even one thing. Wait, do you take what we say here seriously? This was like... Some days, yes. This was going to really <laughs> save us a lot of time and money. I agree, but I didn't put it into action. I oh. think the months just kept passing and I was just like, huh, here but, we are,
0: we October. Were, Jay, but we were dreaming about what it would be like to be done with our shopping like by now.
1: Well, maybe I could be done by the beginning of November.
0: Okay. Well, it's good you said that because there is still hope. Like we're still pretty early That's in the true, season. Yes. That's why I'm bringing it up. It's a reminder. Kenny, come on, hit me with it. Have you done your shopping yet? I bought several things for me. Does that count? <laughs> Save. This is no. This is for holiday shopping for giving your friends presents, your family. No. Nothing. No, nothing really. Not a. Why do we even warn people around here?
1: <laughs> Where are you in all this? Well,
0: I have bought six things. Now, it How just, many people? Uh, well, for three. Okay. And uh, you know, I still have a lot of work to do. So I'm pointing the finger away from me, but uh, you know I've got three pointing <laughs> exactly. right back at me. Exactly. I, I haven't done the best job, but I've done something, at least something, guys. Now, camera guy Josh, who's a very big fan of Christmas, I'm expecting the world from him. Oh, yeah. Jo- oh, you, did oh you... you'll you? get the world.
5: Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Wait, so, so tell me where you're at. Oh, we're almost done. Almost done with your holiday Almost shopping Almost done Yeah our goal each year I, I have a goal to be done shopping by Cyber Monday That's my last chance to get a good deal on Which something Which like the Monday
1: after Thanksgiving I'm
5: thinking we'll be done yeah. even earlier than that this year Unbelievable yeah. How many
1: people do you buy for?
5: Oh goodness uh, I think the spreadsheet has oh, Spreadsheet? 27 people on it 27 this year. people Yeah. What in the world? Yes Kenny
3: You know Josh has already started listening to Christmas music Oh a while ago yeah wow yeah he's, <laughs> he's like in July yeah <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So, and Josh also is
0: like really passionate. I overheard him talking mm-hmm. uh, about how he needs a certain kind of tape
5: to wrap his presents. Who huh. are you? What I, I need not only a certain kind of tape, a certain kind of wrapping paper, certain scissors. It, it's very important and has a lot to do with the final result. So
0: you are one of these people who spends a lot of time, like, you know, you go to the mall and they have like professional present wrappers. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the level, maybe even better. I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: So what, what makes your present wrapping so? special well there's it's hard to fit into just one uh, one segment it it, there's so much there's so much (laughs) because of course the materials matter the tightness of the wrapping matters uh, the shape of the wrapping matters the creases on the corners matter there's just so
0: much to go into well There's some inspiration You know like when you watch Tom Brady play And you're like Wow if I could just get to (laughs) the gym I'm closer If I could just
1: get to the gym You gotta do a whole lot more than that
0: That is the purpose of this moment (laughs) To say it's not too late to finish up your shopping before everyone else and still save a few dollars because it can get really expensive. It can, yeah. So just take this as one more reminder. This is the last one we're going to do, okay? This all right. It was the halfway point. I noted it on the calendar. I wanted to make sure that we circled back around. And uh, and that's it. Now I'm backing away. Thank you for listening to The TJ Show. Do you get freaked out about Friday the 13th?
1: No, not at all. It's just another day.
0: Yeah, at this point, the world is just so gruesome. It almost feels like, oh, yeah, well. Oh, What could this day possibly do, right? Right. It's pretty unbelievable how desensitized we've become. But producer Kenny hit the streets. I mean, I'm not a superstitious person to begin with.
1: Yeah, same. So
3: I don't believe in that. Yes, Kenny. Are you a little stitious? What does that mean? You're not superstitious, but maybe you're a little stitious? No.
1: (laughs) No, a little stitious?
0: I don't even think that there's luck. I don't know. I just, I'm not moved by, like, I don't care about a broken mirror, love black cats. You've got a black cat. I
1: love black cats.
0: Big fan. Walk under ladders all the time. Yeah. It's
3: fine. For fun. Who cares? Yeah, I don't pay much mind to it, but I do think that it's cool. You know, it only happens at most three times a year. Oh, Friday, Friday the 13th. The 13th. Okay. So it's a rare thing. I like to at least acknowledge it, although I don't think anything unlucky is going to happen. How does Friday the 13th affect your life?
4: Um, Nothing has really happened to me on that day in particular, but I do know it's like a suspicious day for everyone. Um, I'll try to stay out the way, not drive. I'm going go out as much. Try to avoid any type of mishaps from happening.
0: Yeah, see, if I want a coffee, I'm just going to get in the car and go. I'm not going <laughs> to think about it twice. Yeah. But yeah, everyone's got their different way of handling this.
3: Do you have any idea where the Friday the 13th superstition came from?
4: I'm going to take a stab at this, but I'm going to say Jason, Freddie, Do
3: you know? Is that what it is? The movies? No, I think that they titled the movie after the idea of friday the 13th so it yeah it must have it's probably some people who were bored in the 1500s and they were like oh it's an unlucky number <laughs> i tried to do some research and really i couldn't find an exact origin from it i mm. found information that leads people to believe that the number 13 is unlucky and yeah. then i also found information in some cultures the day friday is unlucky so when it's friday, friday the 13th Again, it's all Wikipedia stuff It's complicated (laughs) Bosses made Friday sound like a bad day (laughs) That sounds like a great day It's one of my favorites For some
1: people, it's usually payday
3: I have no clue I was just hoping somebody else would I know that the Jason movies are Friday the 13th movies (laughs) All right, cool Well, it was really nice talking to you Thank you so much for your take (laughs) It's really Hey, listen (laughs) Fine
0: Investigative journalism Kenny, I appreciate you trying to get some answers out there
3: Well, this Friday is Friday the 13th That's good I've had other Fridays the 13th So I've been around he survived him. It's fine. Yeah. It's all good. What do you say to people who actually are superstitious, that something's going to go wrong on Friday the doesn't and bother
0: me at all. It's their life.
3: Yeah, so you're just not going to get involved. Right. It's nothing to get involved with. See, I like his
0: calm. <laughs> Dad is admirable. It's like, yeah, we don't need more things to freak out about. Who cares? Just a day. He's like, why did I agree to talk to you? Can <laughs> I just leave? <laughs> If he knew it was going to be this ridiculous, he surely would have walked right past you.
3: (laughs) You don't have any advice? I mean, some people, like, they might not leave the house because it's Friday the 13th. Well, well, they have to learn how to deal with themselves, man. All right. You know, Friday the 13th is coming up. I don't mess around with superstition. Ah, Another one. See, look, people are changing their tune about this. So, Friday the 13th, you're not going to change anything about how you go about your day? No. I'm going to get up, I'm going to still shower, brush my teeth, take my medicine. Nothing's gonna change No uh,
5: I think it's a lucky day
0: Seems to be a positive Spin on it And Kenny Thank you for tapping Some random people On the shoulder You got it Always great to hear What people are thinking Out there And how everyone's feeling How are you feeling today j I'm
1: feeling fine Actually 13 is Taylor Swift's Favorite number Really And she released Her movie on October 13th That's why it's Tied in Look at that, that. I, didn't, I didn't know That's the reason It yeah. came out today Yeah Very good And
0: Kenny was there Last night We just heard his review You really liked it Yeah it was good So all good things I woke up This morning, and I go into my living room, and I see that my daughter, Charlie, who's eight years old, is sleeping in the living room. Now, she has a bedroom.
1: That I'm sure is comfy with a comfy bed. Oh,
0: yeah. No, it's great. But she's set up a bunch of cushions from the couch and pillows, and she's all nestled in right there on the living room floor with our dog, Luna, who's a full-size Labrador, and it looked very Disney-like, right? You know, sleeping with a big dog. And yeah. She's got our big dog head right there next to the bottom of her feet. And it's this really cute scene. I took a picture of her. I'll show her when she wakes up. So I think she'll <laughs> get a kick out of the fact that Luna nestled in right there next to her. But it's like... It's pretty cool that we could trust an animal to just sleep with our kid and know for sure, like, they're gonna be fine together.
1: Do you think your daughter, your daughter Charlie is doing that because you won't allow Luna in her bed?
0: Oh, you know, that's a good question. So
1: she's like, fine, I wanna sleep with Luna, so I'll just sleep on the floor upstairs.
0: Where she sleeps?
1: Yeah. Ooh, I did not
0: take it as that. But now, yeah, now that you mention it, I was catching up with you guys yesterday. I said, you know, the, the wildest thing happened. I was in my daughter Charlie's room, and I said, whatever you do, don't let Luna in your bed, because we have a rule in our house. Luna's a dog. She doesn't get to go on the couch. She does Certainly doesn't get to go in anyone's bed. She's a she's a dirty dog. Now, when I say dirty, oh, she's not dirty. No, I mean I say that because there's a nice alliteration there, and <laughs> you know, and her paws are technically not clean. I mean, she goes outside, she runs through the dirt. Yeah, I know. She is a dirty dog, but a nice dog who's cleaner than she's other precious. animals, right? Yes. And uh, I just don't want her in the bed because her hair gets all over the place. It's, it's just it's gross. Yeah, that is gross. Well, sure, I I come down like minutes later, and who. In the bed, Luna, and she is right there, right where I said she can't go. And I said, Charlie, what are you doing? And so Luna, who knows she did something wrong, puts her head down. <laughs> and my dog is one of the cutest dogs. You know, you've seen yes. her face. Yes. For some reason, when she does something wrong and she knows it, she looks like the ugliest beast. <laughs> her Aww. her whole face just gets Poor ugly. Luna. And she knows she did the wrong thing. And I'm almost like kind of grossed out by her. I'm like, did we even pick you as our dog? Stop it. You don't even you listen. so
1: sad. Her sadness is on the outside. I know.
0: Well, I think she senses how upset I am with her that she just broke the yeah. rules that she knows she never goes on the couch with us she never goes on our bed ever she knows she but charlie gives her an inch and right. she takes the whole thing next thing you know it's luna's bed they're it's, best friends it's the biggest dog bed so you know what you just uh, pointed something out that i didn't see she might be you know, in an act of a defiance, saying, no. I'm gonna sleep with Luna one way or another.
1: No, I think she's respecting you. She's like, okay, Dada doesn't want Luna on the bed. I get that, but I still want to sleep with my dog Luna, who's my best friend, so I'm gonna accommodate for
0: <laughs> Luna. No, this is the dog of the house. We're not supposed to accommodate Luna. She gets food
3: every day, that's enough. Yes, producer Kenny. Charlie is pretty crafty. I'm almost certain this is a passive aggressive protest. Yes, that's
1: what I think. Kenny, no, stop. No, that's not. I'm gonna ask Charlie, her. It's not a protest. She just wants to sleep. With her dog. Okay. And she wants to respect you in the process. I don't want you to like reprimand Charlie for doing something that you told her not to do.
0: No, I'm not going to reprimand her. I'm just going to talk to her. I don't just reprimand our kids. We talk, we have conversations. Yeah. We but sit she's down. she's sleeping
1: in her bed, so she's not doing anything wrong.
0: I got to get more information. I got to say, hey, Charlie, what's the deal with sleeping on the living room floor? Maybe she doesn't feel well. I don't know. I mean, it could okay. be anything. I'm
1: just, I'm just coming at her defense. No, I'm ready I don't. I know.
0: I know. It's sweet. It just started out with, it looks like a Disney movie. They're sleeping together and <laughs> it was beautiful. It was, it was a nice way to start the day, okay? That, yeah, that's all I'm saying. beautiful. Hello, Kelly in Jackson, Tennessee.
4: Hi, how are you?
0: Kelly, now, you let your dog sleep in your bed. Is that true?
4: Absolutely.
0: Are you feeling gross because you let your dog sleep in your bed?
4: Absolutely not. No.
0: What kind of dog you have? We have a,
4: we have a lab.
0: Oh, so we're, lab. we're both lab lovers.
4: Both lab lovers.
0: Where, where in the bed do you let the dog sleep?
4: sleeps at the foot of the bed, but she does manage to crawl her way up to the
0: middle. See, so. that's the thing. What's your dog's name? Uh, Willow. Willow is not a trustworthy animal. Just be honest with me. No, she's very trustworthy. Oh, come on. If she's sneaking up closer and closer, do you wake up and sometimes you're like face-to-face with her? <laughs> yes, sometimes.
1: Yeah, see, that's not acceptable. I don't she want that. She wants to be close to her mama. <laughs> no. But she's... It's, it's their pack animals, and that that's how they
4: used to... You know they they want to be with their pack, and it brings me comfort as
0: much as it does her. Oh well, listen. If it works for you, and you're not you're not getting sick regularly, right? No, no, I'm
4: never sick.
0: Yeah, do you wipe her paws off before she gets in the bed, or we try to do that,
4: but I don't know. I'm not a germaphobe. Okay, yeah. Listen, (laughs) you're still alive and surviving, right,
0: Kelly? I've got. I'm,
4: I'm still. Kick
0: it. <laughs> Kelly, I've got some work to do in that department, so I'm going to keep working on that. Okay. All right. Wait, one more question. Does no,
4: Charlie? She's doing a great
0: job. <laughs> Does Willow's head smell? No. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, I'm asking because um, my dog, her head smells sometimes, and you know it's just a little. But she's so cute, isn't she? <laughs> she is,
4: yeah. and that's the thing. They're just big babies.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> they are. It's embarrassing. If their wolf friends knew what they were doing with us, they would be so ashamed. (laughs) It'd be so sad. You know, Kelly, I would offer to set up a play date with our two dogs. But you know, one time I was at this big dog festival and my dog met one of our listeners' dogs and she smacked Ah. the dog down. This was right in front of uh, a friend of ours who listens to our show. It was very awkward after that. I mean, think about that. Being at the little.
4: Now she will embarrass you, like, she growls and snarls like she's going to do so, but she's really not an aggressive dog. She's just protective.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've got these big babies with huge teeth, and it's just unbelievable. They're, uh, they're tantruming yep. babies. Anyway, please uh, give your willow a kiss on her nice smelling head. And, Kelly, thank you for listening to our show. How did you find our show, by the way?
4: Just scanning through the radio. It is. Cool.
0: Well, we're just so grateful that you're listening. It's so nice to meet you. and Thanks for giving us a ring. You call us All right. anytime.
4: All right. Have a good day.
0: Yes, producer Heather, who has a dog at home, who we actually heard just yesterday, fell on her face <laughs> while she was sleeping on the couch. <laughs> uh, almost like she fell off the ceiling or something. The
1: dog is blind, though. No, in I defense. know.
0: But uh, she lets your, you let your dog go everywhere, right?
2: Yeah, Leslie runs the house. Wherever she wants to go, that's where she goes. She sleeps right in between my husband and I at night.
0: Doesn't that intrude on you guys, like, being able to cuddle? It's very inconvenient.
2: No, I'd rather cuddle with Leslie. She's softer. See, I think that—I
0: <laughs> believe that that hurts a relationship. I don't think it helps it in any way. What do you think, j
1: I don't think it hurts it. I mean, if you want the dog off the bed because you want to cuddle, just take the dog off the bed.
0: Well, you have your dog who lives with your husband right. on the military base, right? right? And every once in a while, your dog comes home to where you live. Right. And you've shared you've been annoyed when the dog crawls into the bed.
1: Yeah, so I, now she has her own bed, and when she crawls into the bed and I don't want her there, I tell her, get off. Yeah. And she gets off, and she goes into her own bed. And she listens. She does. Okay, hey, well, listen. If your dog
0: listens, that's one thing. Yeah. Most of these dogs don't listen.
1: I mean, after the second and third time, she listens. But oh, she listens. okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the TJ Show. This is the TJ Show, our news. It's a little bit different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find in the world. And then he brings us the most interesting ones. What's happening today on this Friday, Kenny? TJ,
3: what would you say are the odds of a coin toss? (sighs) I think it's 50-50. That's what I would think, too. But an American mathematician back in 2007 hypothesized that a coin flip is actually more likely to land on the same side that it started on. Mm. So researchers in Europe at multiple institutions have put his theory to the test, This mathematician initially said that it wouldn't be a huge push one way or the other, a slight difference. And indeed, that's what they found. The experiment involved 48 people flipping coins minted in 46 different countries, a total of 350,757 coin flips. That's a lot of time, flipping a coin. (laughs) Well, they wanted to get to the bottom of this. They were instructed to take note of what side the coin started on. And indeed, they found that 50.8% of the time, the coin landed on the same side as where it started when you flipped it. Look at that. How does that change the coin toss? How does this affect
1: our life? Yeah.
3: It's just new information for you to take (laughs) with your day. Well, again, in most one-off coin tosses, it's not really going to affect you. But imagine you were gambling let's say one and you wanted to bet one dollar on one thousand coin flips that would net you a winnings of nineteen dollars according to this math i don't know if i have the time for a thousand coin flips but i like
0: the idea if you start a casino (laughs) it sounds like a table waiting to happen right yeah
3: kenny what else do you have are you aware of the vesuvius challenge no So Mount Vesuvius erupted in Pompeii, Italy, in that area 2,000 years ago, and it essentially just destroyed these ancient cities in that area. So the Vesuvius Challenge is a competition to decipher scrolls found in these areas without damaging them. challenge. wait a a minute, scrolls as in like historic scrolls with writing on Mm -hmm. them? Exactly. And they weren't completely destroyed? They were... Almost completely destroyed, but with high technology, there are ways to decipher what was written on these scrolls 2,000 years ago. What do you
1: use? Like, what do you use exactly? You can't use like a magnifying glass.
3: No, you cannot. So they use a particle accelerator. Don't ask me to explain exactly what that does, but it allows you to map the object to create a 3D map of the object. And then you can use artificial intelligence and machine learning to scan that 3D map for impressions that were originally made on the parchment. So have they made any discoveries? Yes. So again, they have prizes as high as $700,000 for contestants who can find letters or text in these scrolls. The first word was discovered earlier this week. They found the Greek word for purple. Ooh, and that's hard enough to read just in Greek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. You're right about that. It was discovered by two computer scientists back to back. They were not working together. The... One who got there first was awarded $40,000, and the one who got there second was awarded $10,000. Look at that for a word. That sounds really fun. It sounds like a word search. It kind of is. <laughs> but a really hard one. The, the hardest, hardest one ever. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's so cool, though. I mean, amaz- amazing that we're at a point with
3: technology that that's even possible. So we... Have a picture of what one of these scrolls Look like and it looks like Somebody burnt a hot dog On like the grill or something like that Just all black again you can't Touch it that's part of the caveat of this thing You can't touch it with your hands It's gotta be high technology that's doing this And that's how these computer scientists Discovered the word purple Kenny what else do you have Scientists at Cambridge University are working on a Microchip that could make it so your cell phone Only needs to be charged once a month Are you kidding me I What's next, j Let's you. go.
1: That's the best invention. All right. Of all the things, that's the best. Number Flying one.
3: Flying packs are coming
0: soon. I feel it. I don't, I'm not saying that for sure, but I'm feeling. Oh, they've
1: been working on that. Fly packs, yeah. yeah. Would you wear those? No. <laughs> no. You wouldn't want to fly to work with me? I trip when I walk. Can you imagine me with a pack on my back? Maybe that's what you need. <laughs> no. You need something to pick you up and place you I'll places. I'll hit the wrong button and splat on the ground.
3: Google Maps has got, got you covered. No. If your husband had one, would you fly in his side cart? No! (laughs) That would weigh him down to the left, right? I don't know! Uh (laughs) he's on his
1: own.
0: This is still a work in progress. Kenny, what else is happening?
3: The Federal Trade Commission has announced new rules that take us one step closer to banning junk fees in this country.
0: Junk fees. Now, we don't like that. We like junk food. We don't like Mm -hmm. junk fees. This country loves junk food. We don't like junk fees. Well, I think what you're talking about is like when you order tickets and there's a service fee. Right.
3: Absolutely. it It's it It's more than that, but that's that's a big one. If you order tickets, you have these fees, and you don't necessarily know what the fees represent. Convenience so, fee. I was
1: going to say, that's my favorite fee, convenience fee. It's like, no, this is not convenient to me to pay $89 for some fees.
3: It's convenient for them. They don't have to mail the tickets. Right. So the new rules would propose that companies make everything up front so you know exactly what you're paying. When you see that ticket price at 100 $100. You're going to pay $100 when it's all said and done. You're not going to pay $100 plus the convenience fees, plus shipping and handling, plus whatever else it might be. It doesn't stop. And once it
0: started working for certain companies, more companies jumped on board. And hidden fees. I mean, it's like at the
3: restaurant, there's a hidden fee. No, just charge what it is. So the FTC voted to approve this public notice 3 to nothing. So now... The proposal will go to the Federal Register for 60 days for public comment, and then more hoops have to be jumped through. But it appears we're making progress in this mission. Good. I like it. I like we progress. We don't have to pay for things that we're not paying for. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Right. Progress. Seems pretty obvious. Kenny, anything else? TJ, nobody wants to sit in the middle seat on an airplane, right? Well, I certainly don't, but I'd prefer it over the window seat j middle seat. Are you seat?
1: kidding me? Window seat, superior, then aisle, then middle.
3: No, aisle's the best. Gives you most access to get to the bathroom if you need to. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. That's bathroom, fine. Bathroom, schmathroom. You got to be able to put your head up against the window. And see the world. You go right to yeah. sleep. And yeah, you get to look outside. It's beautiful. I feel
0: bad, though, if I have to go potty. And then I have to tell the person on the aisle that I got to get up. And then they go, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Undo no, they their headphones. Up for that. I know, but they gotta like t- put their iPad and the little thing in front, or I have to
3: step over them. It's very uncomfortable for me. That's the price you pay for being able to extend your leg out into into the aisle there. But the point is, we all hate the middle seat. Well, United Airlines has just announced some new policies, and one of them will allow people with middle seat tickets to board a little earlier. Ooh, would that change oh, your mind? Oh,
1: those sneaky no. little people's.
0: That's not a good offer. First of all, you want to be one of the last people to get on the plane. Why would you want to sit inside of the plane longer? Hang out in the nice lounge or wherever you are in the airport. You get to go get a coffee. You get some snacks.
3: Let me know when the plane's ready to take off, and then I'll get on. Okay. Well, pre-boarding groups one through three will stay the same. Group four used to include both middle and aisle seats. It'll now be exclusively middle seats. Group five will be aisle seaters. Excellent. Kenny, what else do you have? In other airplane news, this happened on a flight from Guadalajara to Mexico City. It was delayed for more than two hours due to a mosquito infestation aboard the plane. Get out of here. How does that happen? Well, so Guadalajara International Airport is located near heavy vegetation and frequent floodwaters, so it's a mosquito's paradise. Paradise, exactly. So video recorded by passengers shows the mosquitoes being swatted by passengers and sprayed with bug spray by flight attendants. Passengers said the mosquitoes dissipated once the lights were turned off in the passenger compartment.
1: That's usually how it works. You turn the lights off and then they go away, but they're still there.
3: I had
0: to really check myself before I wrecked myself recently because there was a mosquito that got into my car, and it became a dangerous drive. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, you're not going to get me because I know he wants to suck my blood. And when you know that, you don't want that thing to be flying on you and touching you. So I, want to I suck your blood. I had to pull over, and I squished him on the windshield, and so I've still got a smear there. I didn't fully wipe it off. I got to get to that.
3: Well, I'm glad you didn't wreck yourself.
0: No, no, I didn't. Kenny...
3: And and I didn't have any bites. No bumps, nothing. But you want to hold on to that accomplishment. That (laughs) that beautiful swat that you had.
1: Then you have all that stuff on your hand, though. That's gross.
3: Yeah, I don't know whose it was, but anyway. (laughs) Kenny, (laughs) what else do you have? There was an interesting situation that happened at a Long John Silver. A customer who has a partial denture accidentally threw it away in the trash.
0: Mm, You could see how that happens. You take it out for a minute. Yeah. mm -hmm. And then you put it in a napkin or something.
3: It's mm-hmm. easy to forget that. That's in happened to me. To the trash. It was that was my
1: dentures, though. Oh. I had a splint. <laughs> <laughs> but it did happen to me. I had a splint and I took it out, I put it in a napkin, I, and I put it aside to eat and I came back and it was In the trash.
0: I was about to ask you who
3: your denture dealer is, because they're (laughs) looking good. Pretty good. No, it was a mouth split. Real teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it would have cost this guy six hundred dollars to replace what he had lost. So he went back to the Long John Silver, he talked to the assistant manager, says, Do you mind if I go through your trash? Mm. And the assistant manager said I'll go through the trash for you. How so she took the Man. thing out, put on the rubber gloves, went through, found the dentures. And I think the best part of this story is that her good deed actually was recognized by this organization called Cash for Kindness. So they got wind of this story and presented her with a stack of $100 bills. She won $1,000 wow. for her good deed. Look so at that's sometimes that you, so you get cool. rewarded.
0: What's the last thing you dug through your trash for, Jabo?
3: I I can't even think of anything. Kenny, does anything come to mind? You know what I did recently? My girlfriend and I were at the movies, and before we went and showed our tickets, I accidentally threw away the tickets in the trash. <laughs> oh.
1: So I did. I
3: In the movie theater, I went back, I dug through the trash, oh. and I found the tickets. <laughs> just the thought
1: of that makes me sick yeah, to my stomach. Yeah, no, that
0: was embarrassing. But it's a way to get free popcorn. There's always extra popcorn. Ah. Just collect the good ones. Gummy. Just take them out. Bring a separate bag. They never said you can't bring an empty
3: bag into the theater. <laughs> Kenny, what else do you have? Chuck Feeney was the entrepreneur who started duty-free shoppers, the duty-free shops that you see in airlines and cruise ships, a billionaire, but he was what many consider one of the most frugal billionaires around, and he believed in this philosophy that he wrote about in his biography, I had one idea that never changed in my mind, that you should use your wealth to help people. Unfortunately, Mr. Feeney passed away earlier this week at the age of 92 peacefully in his home. But indeed, he did give away over $8 billion in grants across five continents during his lifetime. Wow, that is incredible. Man, He set aside what they call a measly $2 million for his retirement and also to set up a meager trust for his children so they can live on but other than that he gave away just about everything that he earned according to Forbes he gave away 3.7 billion to educational charities more than 870 million went to human rights organizations and more than 700 million in gifts to health that's beautiful that's something to aspire to for sure where can we find out more about this guy if we want to learn about him well, several media outlets have done profiles on him since he's passed, so there's some great obituaries that are available. He's there's a movie that I just realized called Secret Billionaire: The Chuck Feeney Story. Wow, there you go. And
0: awesome. his
3: biography, I believe is titled The Chuck Feeney Story. Excellent. Kenny, thank you for keeping us somewhat informed. Rest in peace.